from Rochester, New York, home of the garbage plate and nothing else. This is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. It is starring Billy Ditori, Tanya Metris, and Chris Frank in stunning Technicolor. Now your host, Chris Frank. And I am in stunning Technicolor. I am. I'm freaking badass. Actually, you're brighter than I am because you're wearing that red pullover right now. Yes. So. Yes, I am. Go Niners! Yeah, they went. They're doing good. <laughs> I know. I'm picking on her because nine it's fun. and one. Nine and one. Nine as and as one. of this broadcast, it may be like nine and four, nine and three. You're so dying. Nine and two. <laughs> <laughs> nine to five. Nine to. We're I'm working nine, nine to five. five. What a <laughs> so way to make a living. I'm so happy you were in that moment with me there. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which way is up? Um, I don't know. <sighs> it's been a draining few weeks. It has been. We've had Minicon. Yes. And what a fun We've time that was. We've, We've had, had Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We've had Thanksgiving. We've had Minicon. Can I tell you, I am looking forward to my two weeks off at Christmas where I'm in the sun for 10 days in Florida. Yeah. I love how you keep threatening to kill my character off, <laughs> yet you you can rub reality in my face even worse. <laughs> Guess where I'm going to be at Christmas time? Shoveling. <laughs> She's going to be where there's alligators and even worse rednecks no, it, than Wayne County. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's a bubble. It's the villages. Paddle faster. I of, hear banjos. It, it's an hour north of um, Orlando. It's the villages. It okay. is a gated, bubbly community of With seniors. giant bugs. No, my mom says there really isn't that many bugs down there. Cockroaches the size of a no. Snickers bar. But but we are going to... Mouse is the size of cockroaches. We are going to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers-Atlanta Falcons football game nice. in Tampa on well, the 29th. Okay. So I, I am not cheering for either team. I And my mom says I can't wear any Niner stuff that day. So you've got two weeks off at Christmas yes, time. this is the first How about time. you, Billy Bill? Uh, I have sort time of time. I... I have I've, I've got a bunch of vacation days mm-hmm. left. I'm taking some of them the week prior to Christmas from December 15th through, I was going to try the 20th, but the 20th is the day Brother Weez does his charity show that goes 12 hours. Oh, right, right, right. Merry Weezmas, yeah. Hanukkah, whatever. Yeah, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever yeah. we call it. And this uh, week. I was going to, I tried sneaking a vacation day in there, but my boss caught it and said, oh, we really need you that day. Uh-huh. All right. So I got the four days off that week. Okay. And then uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is off, so I'll be in here by myself just playing best of, which is almost like a vacation. Yes. So I'll go most of two weeks without seeing anyone that I work with. Probably better that way. And so I've, I've got some time coming off. I've got Christmas Day off, which is a Wednesday this year. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get the whole week up to 2020 out, but right. I didn't have enough vacation time. Yeah. So I've got the Thursday, Friday, so I've made a long weekend. So okay. I'll go back to work on the Monday before New Year's. So I can spend some time with the kids, hang out with them. And then for a you, bit. I'm assuming you have New Year's Day off. New Year's Day off. So yeah, another random day in there. Right. Wednesday. Yeah. So right in the middle of the. Most of my office has like Wednesday holidays are the worst. They really are Companies weird. don't know what to do with them, except for when you're a teacher, because the Wednesday Christmas, mm-hmm. they're not going to have you come to school on that Monday, the 23rd. No. And, no, because. Hmm. Um, to come on Monday and then have Tuesday, Wednesday, they Thursday, Friday, right? Yeah. They, they just doesn't make sense. So usually the districts say Friday is the last day, mm-hmm. which was um, unusual. That give me that hand right there, your right hand. So hand. Wednesdays are the best days to have vac- uh, holidays uh, Christmas, and a, for Christmas, schools for at least for um, like the Christmas. I know, like a fuzzy or something, like a Christmas, New Year's, um, because then. You really maximize we, we get the, holiday like the time. Ten, like the 10-day mm-hmm. truly instead of going, okay, if it was on a Friday. You come in Monday, You come in Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you have like Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. whatever. So we're just like, woohoo! We are so excited, yeah. and, and that's why I was Wednesday, able to, Wednesday! We've been looking forward to this <laughs> for a while that... Oh, oh, here's, here's how I have no sympathy, okay? <laughs> All right, the Eve days... Okay. Uh huh. I don't have those off. Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. Don't have those off. Now, tradition dictates that City Hall will usually shut down around three o'clock in the afternoon. So they'll they'll call inspectors up in the midday, say, Okay, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, close up shop, 
take off at 3 o'clock. So you can't take me to the airport on Christmas Eve? I can't take you to the airport on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Why can I not? Because somebody scheduled a 4 o'clock appointment for me on Christmas Eve. So while all my colleagues are heading home, or are probably already are home, I have I'm still be at work and I'm gonna be out in the field putting around doing my thing. Ugh. Yeah. Just ugh. Yeah. But that's okay. I'll, I'll, it bet- happens. Between noon and three, while I'm on the plane in Southwest, I'll have a couple drinks for you. That I, doesn't I, seem. I, to you know what's up. funny is that when I, when you pick on me, when you pick on me, I don't get to say anything. When I pick on you, I get threatened. But then you go ahead and lay, you lay that shit out. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that Yo, I'm so going to kill your character. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> that didn't seem just, to cheer him up, Tanya. No. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, this woman is so lucky. She's so lucky. She's so- you know, like a lot of people like bitch that they're like saying like, oh, well, you're a teacher. You get whatever. You get all these days off. Our schedules are dictated to us. Mm-hmm. That that's the things like our friend Mark works for Wegmans or whatever, and we have other family that they. You're also can, heavily involved in the summer program too. So ha- right, having, teachers ha- having summers off does not work for your your equation. Now the thing is, I could make the choice not to work over the summer. Yeah, but your shopping addiction says no. You're going back to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And so, what's going to happen when you retire? You are so screwed. <laughs> Just saying that, right? You've got another 10, what, 10, 15 years before? 10 years. 10 years to retirement? You've got some choices to make in those next 10 years, sweetheart. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's for telling me you're going to be having drinks on a plane on, to Florida hey, well, while I'm they at were, work. They were gifted to us by somebody else. So uh-huh. that, those are the ones I'm going to uh-huh. use. Yeah, well, but, bite me anyway. So <laughs> With relish. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. It was from uh, Greece. Mm-hmm. Was it, wasn't it? I think so, It yeah. was a Rizzo thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Kinnicky, I think, says to Rizzo, bite me, and mm-hmm. she's like, with relish. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm still not watching that movie. Anyway. I was it's one of it. Billy's favorites. I, I liked it. It was one, I like Did Grace. you see the meme that they did um, with Josh Allen and one of the, um, like, linebackers or whatever when he jumps into his arms a couple weeks ago Mm-mm. that somebody put it to the I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. No, that I That they jumped up and and it was like kind of the the swan, the, the yeah. swan thing. It was funny. Okay, I'm done. I never like Dirty Dancing though. I like Grease. Don't Nobody like Dirty puts Nancy. Billy in the corner. Yeah, everybody does. I didn't. I won't. You just happened to sit over there. Yeah. I didn't put you over there. That was not my yeah. choice. Anyway, I'm just saying. Anyway. I'll sit in the corner. However, our characters will try to find a corner table to put your back to the corner so you can see the whole tavern. It's a D&D thing. Absolutely. <laughs> that is a day. I want the corner. What? Everybody's in the corner all standing and it's like, all right, there's no L-shaped booth. I don't care. I'm sitting in the corner. Okay, then you're sitting on his lap. I don't care. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So where were we going with this? I don't remember. I forget. We were talking. Oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and make an official vacation. We're talking about Christmas vacation because we're all going on it, including from podcasting. Yes. All right. So this is our small hiatus. This is our last episode of 2019. All right. So we're going to be taking our our winter break like we usually do every year. uh, And that'll give us a chance to regroup, plan strong, and then we'll be back in January. Maybe I won't take as many shots at you. (laughs) Please. Don't, don't make promises. You know you're not going to even come close <laughs> I to I said keeping. maybe I won't take as many. No, 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 no. Maybe. Honey, you you throw more shots at me than Gretzky would throw at the, the freaking net. I don't want to hear it. Isn't it take more shots? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. See, you just took a shot. See, look at that. <laughs> you're mean. You're mean, girl. That's what everyone says. Yes. Stop making fetch. It's not going to happen. Anyway. Stop making what? Stop trying to make fetch happen. You're mean, girl. I don't get that. Wow, I'm the only one who did that? Uh, okay, Lacey Chabert's character from the movie Mean Girls. I haven't seen it at all. Me either. My God, well, I was subjected to it because, you know, teenage girls at home, that happens. Mm. Wow. I, all right, anyway, there's boys. a whole thing where they're, they're the cool girls, right? Mm-hmm. I know the premise. And so they're the whole, you know, they're, they're always the ones making trends happen. And, and the the mean girl who's like the, B, the B-lister is played mm-hmm. by Lacey Chabert, uh, the, the actress Lacey Chabert. And she's like, oh, that's so fetch or that's so... This or, huh. and and you know the lead mean girls like stop trying to make that ha- it's not going to happen. It's trying basically like you're trying to make something trend. There's a Broadway version right now of that movie, is there right? Yeah, with Tina Fey. I, I thought there was Broadway. Heather's. No, I think there's oh, a Mean, mean girls, girls Broadway. Okay. 
Oh, you know what? I think Christina Fey actually was one of the writers of Mean Girls, yeah. if I remember correctly. I think she's behind the Broadway yeah. show. I don't know. Wow, so I stumped the panel. Uh-huh. Accidentally. Yeah, you I win. <laughs> That's it. I'm going home. I, my day is complete. All right. Well, um, Mighty we'll Monkey Corporation. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Producers, producers of the Flower City Comic Con coming at you, you like, like a, a spider, spider turkey. Yeah. Spider. That, was, that was, was a couple weeks ago. Spider that was a couple weeks ago. This is a Spider Santa. Spider Santa. The creepiest villain ever. The Spider Grinch? <laughs> like, a, like a Spider Grinch? Spider Grinch. Spider Grinch does whatever a Spider Grinch does. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, spider Inch? Boy, we are way off base now, aren't we? We are exhausted. We Let's, are. It's let me make sure season. I hit record. Yeah, I did. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, we did we hit record. We are sorry, our faithful listeners, that you are yeah. getting all of this. But no, yeah. So we are taking a hiatus after this. We're going right. on our vacation. We're trying to regroup. Recoup, uh, refresh, rejuvenate. Hire a new host. Eat soup. <laughs> not I, co-host, not engineer. <laughs> the show needs a new host. This guy's no. an idiot. I think Anne's available. Anne. Anne would love to supplant me. She'd be fun. She's she's done good. Yes, and and we're we would never supplant you. Of course you would. You've been looking forward to doing your entire time. Anyway, I I, I can't do what you do. Is it, oh. I can't do it. Bang your head on I beams. Yeah, I'm good at that. <laughs> that you're right. I can't do because. Do we have a topic today? Yes, we're going to be talking about the boys. Which ones? Not yours or mine, but we we're going to talk about the Amazon Prime show. Oh, the, boys. the superhero show with Carl Urban and Elizabeth Shue. Yes. Very cool. Which I know you and Billy have watched. We've watched all of it. So I far. have not. So seen you did all see the it. whole thing. Chris? I have. Okay, good. I've seen the whole thing. So All right. I haven't gotten past the first fifteen minutes. Still. Why is that, Tanya? Why I did get, you not get past the first I get fifteen minutes? Easily. What happened the last time you tried to watch the first fifteen minutes of, of the boys? I can't remember. <laughs> what did all happen? I, all is this I know for is I got private dis- or public on I, I, I have no idea. I can't yeah. remember. I got distracted by something. Uh, it happens. <laughs> A shiny object. It uh, could have been. I'm part cat. Okay. Oh my I understand God. that. It, my brain, my yeah. brain needs so to stop. I, I, who knows? It was... Let's go to break, please. I can't okay. remember. <laughs> All right. I can't remember what I did. We're gonna last take a break. We'll, when we come back, we're gonna be chatting about the boys. their dogs i actually got a christmas card my wife and i got a christmas card from a friend of ours him and his wife for christmas it's just a photo of their dog <laughs> just laying in the grass in the summertime not even christmas theme it annoyed me so much i had to make a card it's something i would never do but i had to make a christmas card with my own dog i didn't get the proper weather i'm gonna try again when the weather changes but don't steal this this is great man <laughs> I'm trying to get a photo of my dog taking a dump in the middle of a snowstorm with a Christmas hat on its head. Huh? Right? Yeah. And the card is going to say, Merry Christmas. And when you open it up, it's going to say, I hope you get a lot of good. Oh. <laughs> nice. And I had it set. I had it all set. Like, I wouldn't let the dog out of the apartment for like six hours. Really, I kept giving it biscuits. It's crying right by the door. I'm looking at my wife. We're going to bang this out in 10 minutes, no problem. But the dog wouldn't with the hat on. Like, every time it would do that tap, like it's ready to I'd put the hat on. It would shake the hat on. I'm like, with the hat. With the hat. Please. And my wife pulls away with the camera. She's like, we're being too cruel. We're being too cruel. Like, what are you talking about? This is what animals are here for. For your own entertainment. Sometimes I'll put a tight t-shirt on my dog and then I'll just crack a beer and watch it try to get the t-shirt off for a half hour. 
entertainment for the owner, exercise for the dog. It's a win-win. There you go. <laughs> Comedian Pete Coriel. <laughs> he definitely is a New Yorker. What gave it away? I don't know. Maybe the very thick accent. Yeah. The voice. The voice. The voice. I can see you trying to put the Santa hat on Juno, and it'll last all of like a half Well, there's that one picture I have yes. of her wearing that winter hat. It took three attempts to get her to actually sit still long enough for me to get that picture. And then as soon as, seriously, as soon as I, I thought I did not get it because as soon as the camera clicked, she was already halfway out the frame. So the fact that the picture actually came in nice and clear was like, oh, thank God, because that was an, an event trying to get that to happen. Uh, in fact, last night, Susan and I were at Petco or PetSmart one picking mm-hmm. up. Enough food for our 42 cats to eat for a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, you've gotten rid of a few. Yeah, exactly. And we're walking <laughs> past stuff, and she sees you know, the animal costumes and mm-hmm. clothes. You're not buying an $8 bow tie for a cat. Put that down. <laughs> I did buy Sean's Oliver, dog pajamas. Oliver oh, I saw want, that. They're so cute. <laughs> Oliver doesn't want a bow tie. And we want $8. Every time I try to put something on Juno, she is just like, she becomes ultra squirmy. She's like, absolutely. I can't even get the freaking walking harness on her sometimes. Uh, Nope, nope, don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to do it. Clothes for animals doesn't make sense. Well, um, our friend Sean, he has a blue nose pit bull. Her fur is very, 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 very short. So she, it's like, you would like... She's not super fluffy like Juno. No, Juno's okay. definitely a fluffy puppy. Juno, Juno is fluffy, whereas Athena is very sleek. So mm-hmm. she's cold. So I got her a cute little set of PJs, and then Sean sent me a picture <laughs> of her last night that they were starting to fit better. <laughs> and then they won't fit at all in about three more weeks. Look it. Yeah, nice no, I saw it. She's a snuggle machine. Look it. Oh, see, they're Aww. cute. They're, uh-huh. they're, they're just enough to cover her body because she's really little and cold and That's things that. like that. She's adorable. She is. She's, she's cute. She's. I can't wait to snuggle her again. So, um, where do you want to start with the boys? Well, you know, the basically, boys. we're we're in the 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 height of the superhero cinematic era. You know, with the MCU and the DCEU and. You know, CW shows and everything in you know, a comic Netflix books, shows Netflix shows and, and Disney Plus. And- so Amazon Prime has their show, The Boys. Mm-hmm. And, but it's an interesting take on it because it's definitely a very dark look at the superhero genre. It, it takes a whole genre and just turns it on its ear. Right. This is the, the storyline as of IMDb. Right, go. The Boys is set in a universe where superpowered people are recognized as heroes by the general public and owned by a powerful corporation, Vought International, which ensures that they're aggressively marketed and monetized. Mm-hmm. Outside their heroic, outside of their <laughs> heroic personas, most are arrogant and corrupt. The series primarily focuses on two groups, the titular boys, vigilantes looking to keep the corrupted heroes under control, and the seven, Vought International's premier superhero team. Sort of like a Justice League. Yeah. The boys are led by Billy Butcher, who despises all superpowered people. And Played by Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. And seven are led by the egotistical and unstable Homelander. As the conflict ensues between the two groups, the series also follows the new members of each team. Hugh Huey Campbell of the boys, who joins the vigilantes after his girlfriend is killed in a high-speed collision by the seven's A-train. And Annie January. And one of the, I, I never saw that scene coming. Yeah. The first I, I, time that, I, I saw it. Is that the scene that I yeah. saw where they just went right through Robin? Yeah. Okay. You see, Hugh, Huey's girlfriend comes to meet him at work. work. They're, they're walking away. She, they're talking. Next thing you know, she's exploded into a million pieces. That's uh-huh. as far as, as I got. Because oh, their like version right of the Flash and, and just ran into her. He's literally standing there holding her forearms. Uh huh. Now, with that being said, let's just make it clear. This week, no, this week's spoilers. episode spoilers. is brought to you by spoilers. spoilers. Um, so, in Annie January, Starlight of the Seven, a young uh-huh. and hopeful heroine forced to face the true tr- truth about the heroes she admires. Right, because she's a brand new member. Had just been hired so she's by a the bit naive. Corporation. She's uh-huh. a bit naive. She's a bit you know green around the mm-hmm. gills, but she's definitely a very potent force, mm-hmm. power wise. But she was very innocent and do good, and then so she sees the, the the underlying level of what's going on beneath, you know, this commercial corruption underneath these superheroes. Because the 
normal people society sees mm-hmm. the seven and all the other heroes because there's I think something like two hundred mm-hmm. heroes in the United States. Yeah, something like that was. That's the number about. they they gave. But there's the seven, which are the main ones. They're the Justice League. They're the Justice League. Homelander is like Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, A Train is the Flash. Queen Maeve is your Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Black Noir is, is your Batman. Batman. Uh, um, the deep, the deep, deep is Aquaman. Is Aquaman. And Starlight is sort of her own sort of thing. Yeah, blaster. Um, it says sort of a, several other parodies of famous heroes feature in the graphic novels that have not been referenced. That have been referenced and not yet featured on screen in the show, such mm-hmm. as Tech Knight based on Batman and mm-hmm. G-Men based on the Marvel's X-Men. Uh, the, the sequence with Ezekiel to me is it was very oh, interesting. It was awesome. So basically, what the boys does. Billy, mm-hmm. uh, and I think you can agree with me on this one, but feel free to not to, uh, is is it's a commentary on our society through the lens of superhero genre. Because mm-hmm. it re- and and I feel it's a little ham fisted in, in is talking about how un, you know unregulated capitalism bad, you know. I felt yeah. like because it was starting to really around episode two or three. It's like okay, I get it already. Okay, can we just get on with the story? See, I, I took the the heroes as being sort of politicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the outside, most of them are, are supposed to be good. Yeah. Have the the talking points. Whereas behind the scenes, there's just some bad stuff going on. And for the first couple of episodes, you get the idea that Homelander is. The good the guy. Good he's guy. the Superman. He's the one that, that he's the one who's hasn't bought been into touched it. by. But then, as it goes, as the series goes on, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, oh, there's all of the neuroses yeah. underneath, and it's, so he's not really corrupted by the system. He's corrupted by his own power. It feels like it's like he's. And despite being maybe the most maniacal in the end of all of them, mm-hmm. there's a backstory that gives you some sympathy for him. Right. There's a little a, bit. There's a, a little bit of sympathy for yeah. all the characters. But, they, I, I but they all, man, I'm telling you, they all have their vices and their twists and yeah. their turns. And when, when they in that first episode, when they go to the superhero sex club, yeah, oh, that was hilarious. Oh my god, I was laughing my ass off. I was just like, holy cow, are you kidding me? Because it's the one place they can all go and mm-hmm. and just not be. worry. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it's funny <laughs> that I think it was last Saturday mm-hmm. or last Friday night. I wound up watching. The first two or three episodes after Susan went to bed, because mm-hmm. I had a film, eh, she may like it, she may not. So I'm going to watch the first few episodes. And when she woke up the, the next morning, I go, I watched this, and I'm still, I think you'll like it, but I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I can't, I go, I love it, but I think you may have some issues with it, but I think you'll, and so, okay, let's watch it. So I rewatched those three episodes with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. And then we watched the fourth one. Then on Sunday we watched a couple more, and we finished it on Monday. Mm-hmm. She goes, "I watched all eight episodes. I can't wait for next season, and I still can't tell you if I liked it." Well, <laughs> that's that's an interesting observation, though. When you think she goes, about "I it. can't stop thinking about it, but I can't tell you if I liked it or not." I don't know. You're hooked on the story, yeah. but you're not entirely sure if you're like... See, the characters are fascinating. The writing is fantastic. It is. It really is well done. The acting by everyone mm-hmm. from the guy to play... Uh, Anthony... Uh, Anthony Starr plays Homelander. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Carl Urban plays Billy Butcher. Tiny's getting a cast list up. Yep, hold on. Jack's, Jack Quaid, who is uh, Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son, plays Huey. And, and to see this... He looks like Simon Pegg. He does a little bit. Well, that, that and Simon, Peg, Simon Pegg, and Simon plays, Pegg plays his father. His father in oh, okay. The, yeah, and Simon Pegg plays his dad. But to see I, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan have a, has a son old enough to be a grown adult in his own series. Who like, reminds wait, me, what? His, his acting style and sort of his mannerisms and yeah, likability also reminds me a little of Tom Hanks. It's true. Very true. And it's interesting to see the Huey character throughout the course of the season because he's very passive. <laughs> He's very he sort of grows milk toast, and, but yeah. then yeah, he gets and a lot of when, a lot of his more aggressive moments in the early in the early episodes. Uh, episodes are him dream sequencing like this is what I would do to this guy if mm-hmm. I could, and then be like and then you see him snap back to reality. Oh no, that's fine, you know. So you're mm-hmm. watching this particular guy become mm-hmm. more stand up for himself. But I really like the show it takes on <clears throat> corruption, drug yeah. addiction. Yeah. Uh, but there's also a sense of humor to it, to where you're. 
I mean, you're definitely bummed out watching this show, mm-hmm. but there's times that it'll make you laugh out loud. Oh, At yeah. least me. Maybe like, I'm just twisted, but well, it made I me think laugh. To have a dark sense of humor is, yeah. is definitely a good thing. Uh, it helps you with the show. But Carl Urban's character is just so dynamic in this mm-hmm. one. And the guy that plays Frenchie is very funny. Oh, my God, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Tomer Capon. Uh-huh. One thing I found interesting, if you Tomer look at- Capon? If you look at the the cast list, mm-hmm. um, Homelander is played by I think he's from New Zealand. Anthony Starr. Uh, they're they're okay. all they're all played yes. by foreigners, but playing Americans. Americans. Yeah. <clears throat> and French, he was playing French is from Israel. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, I don't know if it was on purpose that way, or it just ha- worked out, or if it just worked out that way. But yeah. I think Huey Jack Quaid is the only American, real American. Well, Elizabeth Shue. Shoe. Oh, Elizabeth Shue, but she's yeah. the, she's one of the heads of the Vought of oh, Vote Corporation. Erin Moriarty, who plays uh, Starlight. 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 Yeah. She was born in New York. Okay, she's a doll. Yeah. That one. Yep. Amazing. She and it was so interesting to see her journey. You know, from it, it's almost watching a um, a stereotypical young actress going to Hollywood for the first time, and mm-hmm. and all those things that happened to. To the starlets yeah. of the of the era, yeah, you know, so it's all kind of predictable. But seeing her take on it and seeing how she reacts to it, and I, and before I learned about, you no, know, the the sort of bad parts of the heroes. Mm-hmm. Her first interaction with the deep was really disturbing. Yeah, that was what made me think Susan may not like this. Yeah, and but yeah. she definitely grows and. The deep has winds up with an understanding of what she went through. When uh, the, the not quite whole, sure where he is at the end of that of the, the season. Yeah. He's definitely he's he's, he's lost a, it. He's a little off, bit there. He's in Sandusky, Ohio, something like that. Yeah, which I thought it was he's interesting. He's been demoted that they, from the seven. I thought it was interesting they they picked Sandusky. Yeah. Oh God, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. last name of the coach from Penn State who had fell from grace for yeah. basically being Similar. like the deep. Yeah, you know, I picked up on that. I don't know if anybody yeah. else did. I, I just thought they picked the the most sort of you know podunk ho- sounding in New Jersey or yeah. something like that. You Whereas know. no, the girl he picks up and his the thing with his gills and stuff where he winds up being violated. Yeah, is really sort the of table intense. gets turned. Yeah, yeah, and creepy. Yeah, and that was that's the thing. That is a running theme in pretty much every episode of season one. There's always something that's like that's a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. That's a little what. Yeah. Like when, you know, Queen Maeve, the Wonder Woman analog, and, and Homelander go to save that um, that plane that oh, been I know. hijacked by terrorists mm-hmm. and how it all went off the rails and, and they let it crash. Yeah. And kill all those people. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want to be exposed for a mistake. Yeah. That, that they, or especially Homelander. Mm-hmm. Whereas Queen Maeve definitely felt more remorse for the situation. Well, you could see she's definitely... A soul that's been broken by the system. Mm-hmm. She goes about her business. She does her work. She collects her paycheck. She goes home. She tries to stay out of the way. But you can mm-hmm. tell just by her reactions to everything that she's gone through everything Starlight has gone through. Yeah. And so she tries to coach Starlight a little bit, but really, for the most part, you just see Maeve as that she's broken sort of soul. Giving up. Yeah. Whereas just- I'm still trying to figure out Black Noir. Who you barely <laughs> see. Yeah, you only see And whatever see him a you do, it, it's kind of funny. Yeah. He has a couple good fight scenes, but there's a couple like where he's playing piano at the Christmas party. And he's just like a Batman, Black Panther sort of crossover. And he says nothing. Yeah. There's not a single line uttered by whoever's in that scene. I don't the entire know if he's season. supposed to be, because A Train is also black. So right. I, I don't want to say that Black Noir is sort of like a token <laughs> minority uh-huh. who's just there for appearances. I think he's just. Leave you guessing. Well, yeah. like people, I, you see that one action scene where he goes full bore and mm-hmm. and cuts a couple people up, and you're like, yeah. okay, cool. So this must be his introduction to the series, and then he disappears just as fast. And he's gone again. I don't know if in season two he's going to get more of a story. If he's just going to be the most mysterious yeah. character on the show, that, and it's interesting to see that he's like one of the seven most legendary heroes on the planet, mm-hmm. and yet he's like this barely screen time entity, no backstory, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. They just grin. Oh yeah, he. You know, hey, how you doing, man? Yeah, you know. Or is it translucent? Was funny. Oh god, that was hilarious. The, the sort of the Invisible Man type of character, right? Invis- invisible. But girl. here's here's the uh, the nuance, Tanya. That the the Invisible Man can only turn himself invisible, not his clothes. So he has to be naked to be invisible. Isn't that kind of like something on um, Mystery Men? Mystery Men. 
That's yeah. funny. Now, it's funny because I'm hopping over to the trivia that they- be invisible if nobody's looking at me. Is, <laughs> and the trivia that is going on. Yeah. says Jim Beaver from Supernatural. Right. Jim Beaver it plays in The Boys. Plays a character called Robert Singer. <laughs> He's also known for playing Bobby Singer on, on Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh. Yeah. So he is, it's just a bit part. I remember seeing him, but I think but, it, it wasn't but like But his a, name is Robert Singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they've linked Supernatural in the in the in mm-hmm. the seven and uh, the boys. I just thought it was funny. And then it says here, um, Huey mentions his favorite musicians are James Taylor, Simon and Garfunkel, and Billy Joel. Yet he wears shirts with rock and punk bands. Yeah, on Nirvana. Them. I've noticed that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do not. Be, his last words to his girlfriend was, "I will not have you besmirch Billy Joel." <laughs> I remember that. Uh, and he said it's so Riley yeah. too. It's like, oh. Uh-huh. The show had to tone down on drugs, sex, drugs, and profanity, which were all more graphic in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, the designer of Starlight's new, co- Starlight's new costume is based on the character of the costume designer Edna from The Incredibles. Yeah. I picked see, up I, on that I vibe. Haven't, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, so therefore I'm just uh-huh. looking at this little trivia type stuff. Um, and so and just to step back on that, we did not mention this is indeed adapted from a graphic novel. Yeah, Garth Ennis, who is, uh, I believe, is the writer. And, and mm-hmm. Derek Robertson. Who Garth Ennis also did Preacher, which I yes. don't know mm. if he's, which is also a very strange, dark. Well, look. I think that's where a lot of the, the, yeah. the superhero genre, the MCU, the DCEU, has mm-hmm. opened the door for shows like Watchmen, you know, and The Boys and Preacher, for stuff like that to come out to the surface as well, which is how they. How these graphic novels got there, there they would never have gone anywhere if mm-hmm. Marvel and DC had not lit the way ahead of time. Yeah. So these these shows are mirroring the actual comic books in the history of comic books, and it's so it's allowing this genre to develop into much more than just popcorn and bubble gum. You're getting to see a lot of the cool and the the really cool and the edgy and the imagination of stuff and the commentary on things. And I think it's what's great about seeing Watchmen and the Boys and Preacher and and, and Lucifer even. Yeah. But nowadays, how everything is sponsored has corporate backing. Mm-hmm. Now the Vought Corporation owning basically owning the seven and all the other heroes in the world, mm-hmm. and you find out later more than owning them, yeah. like creating them mm-hmm. is uh, that's the big twist. Yeah, is, that's the big is, twist. It made me. I, I almost bought myself a Vought Corporation hoodie the other day. <laughs> Vought I know you said that you were yeah. looking. Looking for something that Put said right so I, I the boys, but you just got boys clothing. <laughs> I, I, I literally, I went to Amazon, typed in the boys T-shirt, and all I wound up with was boys T-shirts. Ah. No, that's not what I want. No, <laughs> I want a T-shirt with like Homelander in the deep and Queen Maeve on it. But... So, did you type in like Homelander or the deep? No, there's one that has the comic book versions of them, but not the TV show versions, which. Mm. Oh, excuse me. It's the one I, I sort of want. Know. But I, I just... I, I thought the, that was funny. This show blew me away. Mm-hmm. It, it really did. And mm-hmm. that it, it, I've been reading comic books since the early 70s. And, you know, Watchmen definitely has darker. But in this case, uh, the public didn't necessarily trust the Watchmen. Yeah. Whereas they do trust the Seven and all the other heroes. Right. And, and the Seven... They're not just superheroes mm-hmm. that are assigned to tasks and cherry picked to the best things, mm-hmm. but they're also they're they're um, film celebrities as well. They, yeah, they make a, movies on them. They make movies and toys. And yeah, they're, they're, so they're merchandising inspiration as well. So the the mm-hmm. Convor- company corporation, mm-hmm. you know, markets everything. So that's why I was saying it, it felt to me that you know this is a commentary on today's corporate capitalistic society. Yeah. I mean, like A Train uh, having to meet Huey, who wants an apology, mm-hmm. and then later not remembering who he was. Yeah, you know, it made made no impact. No, you know, on him. It's just, it was just another meet and greet, as far Where's as A Train was concerned. That scene with A Train in the hospital meeting the kid with cancer had me laughing out loud. Oh yeah, because he just had he was just kept going through his little because the kid wanted stick. the kid wanted to meet Translucent, who had disappeared. Right, but I'm the A Train baby. But I wanted to meet Translucent. It's my hero. <laughs> but I, I'm the fastest man on earth. Can you outrun cancer? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. I remember that line. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that that was so dark but so funny. Oh, 
Now, there are plans for a season two? There are yeah. season two. It was renewed almost immediately okay. for a season two. As soon as it hit, it got people started watching it and it, it blew up. So okay. they immediately renewed it for a season two. I'm interested. I'm uh, looking forward Elizabeth to it. Elizabeth Shue um, will not be coming back. Yeah, may, unless it's flashbacks. but Possibly flashbacks, yeah. yeah but and, and it's funny. It took me a second to realize who it was. I mm-hmm. kept looking at her you know, without looking. Oh, by the way, can we... St- I don't know about you, but I like reading the credits. Mm-hmm. And with my Roku box, it immediately stops the credits and starts the next episode. Oh, yeah. Unless I'm fast enough with my remote to like scroll back and do, I can't even figure it out. It, it's kind interesting. Of the same thing with Netflix, where you now all of a sudden the, the credits on the show will get like really tiny and no, next episode starts in five seconds. The, you see, it kind of happens to me, too, with uh, Amazon Prime. I've noticed yeah, that. It, I, I hate it. I want to watch the credits. If mm-hmm. I don't want to watch the credits, then I'll you know hit home and right, right. go through it again. I can get through some of the credits. Don't like, assume I don't want to watch the credits. Like, I've been watching The Expanse, too, mm-hmm. which is a show that I want us to talk about again sometime, because that was that's an impressive show. Okay. And when, when I'm watching an Amazon Prime and I'm catching up on stuff, yeah, boom, it's it's like, oh, yeah, oh, there's the credits. Okay, I see the credits for, oh, now they're right into then the- they, 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 they do the picture-in-picture picture thing, and yeah. suddenly you're getting ready to see the next episode. And I, I give me the choice of whether or not to watch the credits. Mm-hmm. I don't want you deciding. I want to know who's here. The Vought Corporation is controlling my mind, man. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite hero? I, I hate saying it because, well, A-Train made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a very I, interesting story, think, too. Do you think this is a world without sports? Because the heroes would dominate, and ESPN covered the race between uh, A-Train and... A-Train and um, oh, I can't remember the guy's the name. Other, Joy, Shockwave. Shockwave. I just yeah. saw the episode guide. So. So, and the funny thing was they did one lap. The two fastest men in her do one lap. Right. Of which and, and it was over like in a heartbeat. Yeah. That, that was the episode called Get Some. Mm-hmm. So it was the third episode. I, I thought it was interesting because I'm like, okay, how's this going to play out? It's like they're just going to take off and run around the country or something like that and come back. But boom, it was like one lap done, which I think is a, sort of a satire in the famous Superman versus Flash oh, God, race, yeah. which absolutely you know, they run around the world you know, 182 times or whatever. Mm-hmm. This was one lap around a regular track, and that made me laugh. That that that's the race. Well, think between... of it, think of it, the commentary on the, all the Mike Tyson fights. Uh huh. Right? All this hype. Hours and hours and days and weeks of hype for a 40-second fight. Yeah. You know? So it's basically this. It's weeks and months worth of hype for a a race that lasts to the blink of an eye. So do I have a favorite? At different times, I hate them all. Mm -hmm. I like them all. Mm -hmm. I'm disgusted by them all. Uh, Equally. Except, no, Starlight stays pure. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, she, she part, takes yeah. a, she takes a few dents along the way. But, yeah, but she but her heart tries always, to stay good. Her heart is always still in the right place from yeah. from beginning to end. I I like Huey. He might be my favorite character mm-hmm. uh, because I could see me being Huey. Right. Uh, you see yourself a little bit in him. Butcher. It, I I like all the boys. Uh, Mother's Milk. We didn't mention who no. is also very interesting character. He's an interesting yeah. character, definitely. Uh, the other one of the boys. Uh, Simon Pegg, did I read that uh, the writer of the graphic novel based Butcher on Simon Pegg? I had not heard of that, so I can't confirm it. I, th- I think I read that somewhere. Butcher on Simon Pegg or, or Huey's ba- father? No, based Butcher, the character, on, on Simon Pegg, the actor. Oh, really? And that's why they brought Simon Pegg in to play Huey's father yes. on that's the funny. TV show. It says, American actor Jack Quaid plays the part of Huey in the series. In the comic book, Huey is from Scotland, and he resembles the a- English actor and writer Simon Pegg. Oh, so it's Pegg Huey. Pegg was oh, super so chuffed to be immortalized as a comic book character and also wrote the introduction for the Boys Volume 1 collection, The Name of the Game. Peg is also known as his role as Montgomery Scotty Scott in the reboot Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl Urban stars as Billy Butcher in The Boys. Peg was originally supposed to play Little Huey when the comic was made into a movie or series, but but because it took so long to make the jump, he was playing Huey's father instead. See, I, I think that's clever. That is interesting. It's a very interesting kind of tie-in. But um, at a different time, like the deep <clears throat> might be my favorite of the seven because I always sort of like the Aquaman. So okay. I, I want to see what. Sort of adventures he would have. Like I, I keep hoping that they do an actual superhero thing with these characters. 
Well, I think it's also interesting in terms of the deep in his storyline is he comes across in his first impression, he comes across as totally badass. Mm-hmm. He's this, but then the chink in the armor happens fast, and and then you know it cut the cut uncovering yeah. of what's really underneath happens very quickly, so it rips this whole layer off above him. Then you sort you of find it. out he's not really respected in the group. He's no, sort of he's like a, a second joke. rate. Yeah. And then he accidentally kills the porpoise right. that he's oh trying my God, to save. That, that scene was hilarious. He's trying to save this dolphin, and he ends up killing it in the process. Um, how about the Haley Joe Osment cameo? Oh, that was a good character. And it was yeah. a very interesting. No, and for and I like the fact that they found him in a Comic Con. He was mm-hmm. a d- disgraced hero, right? Who has like mental abilities? Yes, and can he, read mind minds, reading. Yeah. read minds, and uh, because of. Uh, addiction issues I'm Mm -hmm. I'm assuming wound up being disgraced and not being a hero anymore and the guy that is best known for being able to see dead people is now playing the mind reader right I I thought that was tortured by all of these visions that he's had because he can read people's minds so there's an interesting but like he's at a comic con like Tara Reid and Billy Zane And it's them as themselves, Billy yeah. Zane as Billy Zane, Tara yeah. Reid as Tara Reid, you know, and banking on their Sharknado fame, and there and there. So there's poor poor mm-hmm. Hilly Joe Osment as, as his character, Mesminder or whatever, Mes- the mesmerizer, mesmerizer or something, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember Mesmer. Yep. So that was it. Was just interesting. It was interesting to see how the you know I don't know hound on it too much, but to see how they were marketed, yeah, how things were crafted I mean, around them to boost their. That was a Their value. main point of the show is mm-hmm. that I wonder if there were heroes, now it's superhero, like real superheroes, what would happen to them mm-hmm. for real? And yeah. we grew up reading books in an era where they were uncorruptible, or at least I did. No, yeah. The, now we live in an era darker. where everybody's corruptible. Yeah. So I, I find the show really interesting. I said, Susan can't wait for season two. Doesn't know if she likes it, and I think that right there is the coolest commentary you could make about mm-hmm. the show. Is you, you know it it didn't it didn't make a, such a negative impression. You yeah. you find the characters fascinating. You find it interesting. You're you're like wait, I'm not sure, but I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Yeah, you know it's like wait, that is the most interesting commentary a person can make because about there's it. An, enough lightness mm-hmm. to it and enough fun to it yeah. to where you're not completely turned d- off. turned off by it. Right. There's enough times where you laugh, where you smile, where you really want to know what happens to the characters. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, she's used to watching you know, feel-good stories yeah. where there's happy wrap-up endings. And yeah. this one, this isn't it. But If you have not seen The Boys yet, keep an eye on Starlight's arc. And and you know and how she's, she's, I think, the closest to the most normal human being in the entire thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Huey even has his flaws because of his... You know, lack of self-esteem for the yeah. most part. Um, but watch how she's trying to navigate through this great opportunity to be part of this amazing thing and then realizing how weird it really gets. Mm-hmm. And then even, you know, she her, her best friend, her manager, is her mother. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, like, well, the mother, the mother, the mother. But then all of a sudden the mother has kind of like she's not exactly 100% in for her daughter's yeah. interest. It's hers as well. And then so, they go to the religious... Uh, oh, the, the, the getaway. The getaway. And the whole and, thing gets turned on its ass. Oh, that was so good. It was so wild. That, that might be my favorite episode. Just mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why, but it, I really enjoyed that episode. It's, so. it's a lot of fun. I, I, I think the show's a combination of fun, dark, thoughtful, exciting. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I definitely enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend it. So, some really good twists. Like when you thought then maybe uh, Elizabeth Shue's character was behind some of mm-hmm. the bad actions of Homelander. Turns out, no, Homelander was a little jealous of, yeah. of things. Things. You have yeah. to see it. We're not going to spoil the whole thing, but there's some stuff going on that you got to see for but yourself. I, I really, like I said, I watched the first three episodes twice in about a nine-hour period, mm-hmm. so... Well, I take it I am definitely going to have to uh, spend some time watching this. Mm-hmm. And it's a quick watch. It's eight episodes. And, yeah. and, and, and you're there's, not... there's things that are going to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. There are things that are going to make you feel uh, anger. 
There's going to be things that make you kind of like, you know, think and yeah. stop. There's going to be things that creep you out. Mm-hmm. You're going to be weirded out by watching this show. At times, they're going to be like, ooh, I don't, ooh, ooh. That's what Susan was making. You like this? Ew. Yeah. Ew. You like yeah, this? Ew. Uh, when A-Train went through Robin, that was uh, a little. It was tough to watch. That yeah. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. The late, yeah, in a later but episode, yeah. he's he's lamenting to one of his uh, his buddies, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I had to spit out a molar." And I was yeah. like, "Oh!" Yeah. But in a later episode, you that wouldn't shock you, right? That was the first sort of instance of something's something not is right. not right here. Yeah, that was the, that was the, a glaring yeah. example of okay, things are not all what they seem. This is not going uh, Le- to. I mean, well. like the scene later. I mean, it was equally as disturbing, mm-hmm. but. It, you weren't quite as shocked by it. The one with uh, A Train's girlfriend and the landlord. Oh God, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That was definitely yeah. wild. So, so anyway, I, I recommend it. Definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend it. It's definitely very interesting to take in, especially in this era of the superhero medium. Yeah. So. All right. Well. You want to go to break? Let's go to break. Okay, let's go to break. We'll All use right. this music. Listening to the music, <laughs> I get lost in the in the, the vamp music. It's awesome. Oh, we're supposed to be talking right now. Yeah, yeah we could be. Tiny's trying to nap. I know. She's all actively sudden, napping on the microphone. A, yeah, I was like, my head was, and then we're like, all of a sudden, like you know, you get that wave of sleepiness that it's mm-hmm. just really hard to keep your eyes open and things mm-hmm. like that. I so could just curl up and take a nap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's look at the calendar real quick here. So. All right. So tonight is December 11th, right? So we're doing a board game night at the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar? Yes, no, maybe? Yes. yes. Is, this, is this the day that... This the, should be dropping on the 11th of December. Yeah. Yes, okay. Okay. I'm like thinking... So if you're listening to this the day that the episode drops, we're going to be at the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar for a board game night. That's the 11th. As it's a Wednesday. As long as there's not any technical difficulties with our... Yeah. With our planning? With our planning and dropping our... I'm playing a board game tonight. Damn it. Even yeah. if it's at my own house, right. I don't care. No, I'm just thinking, it's like <laughs> if you guys are hearing this and, and uh-huh. it's not December 11th because we've had technical difficulties, we played a board game night at December 11th. Or maybe it's December 11th, 2093, and you're listening back over the, the <laughs> centuries. It wouldn't the be Wednesdays, but yes. Or the decades. <laughs> you're playing the game of afterlife. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Spin the wheel, bitches. Anyway. Um... Yes. And then the only real event we've got coming up would right now on the boards is May 30th and 31st is FC3 2020. Yes, it is. At the Total Sports Experience. In Gates on I Elm am Grove. assuming hopefully by now we've announced another guest. We've got a It's just depending on con- – we've got two – I know we have a contracts plural or just one contract out. Just one out. contract okay. out that we're waiting for it to come back. So and it may or may not have come back by December 11th. Who knows? Depends on the you person. You might know, you may not know. Depends so. entirely on the person we invited. <laughs> Once again, yeah. it's amazing you got J.K. Rowling to show up. I know. I'm, I'm so looking forward to tea with J.K. And then so, Just kidding. But we got to wrap that one up quick because I have lunch with Mark Hamill right after. Oh, nice. Yeah. In his mind. Most likely. Every <laughs> well, day I ben dream Ben Affleck's not going to be playing Batman, so he's got time. He's got yeah, time yeah, to kill. Yeah, he's, not gonna, he's not doing anything. Is he in rehab? I don't know. He could talk about Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> Like you know, ben people Affleck. people piss on 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 <laughs> Ben like Affleck, Affleck playing uh, Batman all the time, but I thought he did a great job. I it. thought he did a good job. Me too. It was a, it was 
poor writing. Yes, he did. He was a good I, Bruce Wayne and a good Batman. I, I I agree. I enjoyed his portrayal immensely. You know, especially you know, there's the little moments. Like there's this one moment um, in Batman versus Superman where Alfred is sitting down at the computer working away, and Bruce comes over and just hands him a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and you know, and looks over his shoulder, and you just see the dynamic of the relationship between these two men. Mm-hmm. You know, just in that one little moment. Right, and then of course, then there's the off, the off com, off the cuff comment of "I thought she was with you." Oh you know, yeah, yeah. It, during the big fight scene, yeah. I, those just little moments that I thought were just great little throw-ins mm-hmm. that made the whole thing much much better. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, that's it for events. We digress. We did. Di- we digress all the time. That's part of the charm of our it, show. People love to listen to us digress. It is. People love to listen to us digress. Because they're just wondering where else we're going to go. Which tangent are exactly. we going to go? Exactly. How long is it going to take for Billy to reel us back in? <laughs> Me. I'm hey, usually the. I, I reel us in from time to time. It I, happens. I, I'm the worst reeler in. <laughs> I like tangents. Billy is not the fisherman. He's not the fisher king. I get off on so many tangents at school that it's just not funny. That I'm just like, la 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 la. la. Oh, what were we talking about? What? Well, let me ask you this then, about? Tanya. Let me ask you this. What's the question of the week? That's what I was See, trying to. Ah, I was trying see? to uh, pull that back up on uh, the computer, mm-hmm. but the computer was having issues. So. Oh, I see. Um, I mean, I know it has something to do with favorite oh, comedy. Yes. Hold on. Wait. Uh... Hold on. Let me look. What fictional scene or comedy routines continue to make you laugh regardless of the number of times you've seen them? Let me guess. Some Monty Python sketch. <laughs> Aren't you just wrong? <laughs> it was a Monty Python movie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, um, am I going first this time? Is that what's happening sure. right now? Is I'm going first for a change? Yes. For me, I'll tell you this flat out. Uh, hands down, any I can listen to it over and over and over again. The late great Abbott and Costello. You're gonna say who's on who's first? Who's on first? Yeah. I used to have it on cassette because we had, you know, you had those collections that came out, mm-hmm. and so I had the entire um, this entire radio show where they did the who's on first routine. And every time I hear that one, I crack the hell up. But king to that, even more than that, the entire Robin Williams live at the Met. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I I can I remember watching it for the very first time on VHS, junior year of high school. My parents were out to dinner, so I took a I took a chance to watch it because mm-hmm. I knew it was the language was going to be off color, and my mm-hmm. mom would not approve. Right, right. So I watched. She it. still wouldn't. I no. Now I've discovered my mom's sense of humor is actually where I got mine from. Um, it's not entirely my dad's fault that I'm this warped. Uh, but I remember sitting on the floor of the living room <laughs> watching Robin Williams live at the Met and just crying because I was laughing so hard. And to this day, I can still watch it and still have the same reaction. So those those are my two favorites. How about you, Tanya? Tanya Fabulous? Um, Admit it. It's the whole uh, Fetche la Vache from, from Monty Python and Holy Grail. It is. I can tell. I can see it in your eyes. I'm getting flipped off again, most likely. <laughs> You've had weeks to think about I this. I know, and I'm just like, I don't know if there's something that... that uh... Here's another good one. I'm going to take Tiny off the hook. Mm-hmm. Here's another great moment that makes me laugh every time I see it. Star Trek First Contact, when they're planet side, okay. right? And and Zephram Cochran gets Deanna Troy for schnickered, and she's, she, she's trying to explain to Riker what's going on while she's completely drunk off her ass. And she says something along the lines, I'm just trying to blend in. And he goes, oh, you're blended all right. You know, that yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a little underhanded comment yeah. makes me laugh every freaking time I hear it. See, is that I, yeah. I'll give Tanya a couple more seconds because m- most of mine are like individual lines from The Simpsons. Okay. I was going to say who's on first because I re- also remember... Hearing that, still love who's on first with Evan mm-hmm. Costello. It's a classic. But there's certain lines in The Simpsons that just thinking about them now make me want to laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homer accidentally mailed a letter to Mr. Burns, just you now calling all kinds of names. Uh, I think Bart accidentally mailed it or something. Oh God! So okay. he's trying to get it back. So he goes to the 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 post office mm-hmm. to get it from uh, the post office box or whatever, and. The clerks are, hello, my name is Mr. Burns. <laughs> What's your name, Mr. Burns? I don't know. <laughs> Just the way he says, I don't know, makes me laugh. 
<laughs> What's your first name, Mr. Burns? I, I don't, don't know. know. He says what it was such Mr. confidence. Burns's first name? Montgomery. Oh, that's right. And uh, R- uh, Ralph Wiggum winds up with the key to the city. Okay. And a giant rat takes it. <laughs> And and Ralph goes, the pointy kitty took my key. The pointy kitty. Oh my god. Ralph 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 Wiggum makes me laugh so hard. And just think of the pointy kitty took my key. Uh-huh. So basically her random Simpsons lines make me laugh. Usually yeah. Homer and Ralph Wiggum are the two funniest characters in TV history to me. Yeah, you know what? I'd have to probably agree with you that it's just like random things. Mm-hmm. Throughout TV shows mm-hmm. that just like those but one-liners no matter- that it's like like the bad puns that mm. you make you groan or mm-hmm. whatever. But it, just knowing Homer Simpson's going to say, I don't know. No. In fact, now I'm, I'm going to have to go home and watch that on Disney Plus now. There you go. Because it has all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's gone on that long. I want to say there's probably some lines from um, Eddie Murphy's Raw that... Make me, oh, make yeah. me laugh. Tell him to have a mm-hmm. Coke and smile and shut the hell up. Uh, or was it delirious? You don't get any ice cream. Want to lick? Say. Uh, was that delirious that's, no, or I think raw. That's raw? Was it? I think it was raw. Okay. Mm-hmm. All I remember it was in red leather mm-hmm. jacket and pants. Or but I think it, that was raw. If you remember, and and delirious, the delirious was the red leather one. Was it? Raw was black leather. Was it? I don't okay. Know. I don't At least know. that's the way I remember. And his. Um, his impersonation couldn't do it now, and I'm I'm afraid to mention the the Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton from oh, the God, yeah. being gay. Because you know that I know that you know that Norton. I, know. I want you to. Yeah. <laughs> when I bend over, stop. <laughs> oh, that's I now I want to watch that. That and I want to say just the um. The dynamic between Mel Gibson and um, Danny, Danny Glover, Glover in, in Lethal the... Weapon. Hey, Raj, grab the cat. Yeah, Raj, grab the cat. Yeah. <laughs> that he just wants to retire and he just wants. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. That, that It's like those one liner things uh-huh. type. So. I got to know I did that, Raj. I got to know. I gotta... All right, let's go ask him, you know. So there's our funniest moments. Like the like in Princess Bride, before the actual word is even said, I'm already snickering because I know what it's going to sound like. And then the, and the, mm-hmm. the, the, the clergyman go, Mowage. I'm laughing before mm-hmm. he even says it. As the, as the pan, the camera's panning to his face, I'm already starting to laugh because oh, I know yeah. what's coming. Uh, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and those three cartoons, whether they are, argue over whether it's rabbit seized or duck seized. Oh, right. And Daffy Duck winds up getting shot in the face. Every my son, time. Riker, Riker and my husband, Randy, they go back and forth in the kitchen rabbit season duck season rabbit season duck season and i'm just like and i have fire, to i just then, have to laugh at the both of yeah. them because mm-hmm. they just start going back and forth between the two of them mm-hmm. at like 6 30 in the morning and the I'm random just, places where daffy's bill winds up oh. and it, to me that's that'll make me laugh every time Absolutely. duck season rabbit season uh, the other one is um tom and jerry there's a drawing on um a chalkboard or whatever, and Tom is going through. Um, mouse takes cheese. Mouse runs into mm-hmm. hole. Cat chases mouse. Um, cat hits wall. Cat says bad words. It's <laughs> like this whole whole Pie chart or uh, formula formula yeah. of what happens between Tom and Jerry, and because he can never catch Jerry. And it was like cat says bad words. I've and mentioned it the before. Little... The cartoons that have the mice as good guys just wrong. <laughs> you don't want a mouse in your house. The cat should be the good guy. I have trapped and killed twenty one in the past four months. Ugh. There's a whole colony in my house. I've been weeding them out little by little. Would you like a cat? I've been thinking about it. To be honest, that's how bad it's gotten. I have ins at rescues. I know. There's just... Molly and Mitch currently <laughs> snuggled. Uh, they're they're least... little. I, there's some. There's some. I'm just nice worried about how Juno's pride. going to do it. You know, yeah. Because. Well. Because I know how Juno is. It, she's not aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like there are cats at friends' houses. When I go, when I bring her to a friend's house, the cats will like go after her because they're just they don't want her around. Yeah, and she re- she will back off of them. There are, she, there are actually plenty of cats that like like dogs, mm-hmm. and you know dogs they become like friends, yeah. and so 
So, but it's getting to the point where I'm considering it because I'm telling you, it's getting a little ridiculous. Head on over to Pet Pride in Victor if you'd like a cat. There you have it. There that's, you go. That's a that's a that's a foundation worth supporting. Get get yourself a kitty for for Christmas if you're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Not if you're going to abandon it once it stops being a little kitty. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, a puppy anyway. or whatever. There you go, and that's important at Christmas time because a lot of mm-hmm. pets are bought as gifts at, at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's it for 2019. I think we've done enough this year. Yeah. We we usually do a a, a year in review or retrospective, but honestly, I don't remember what the hell we did this year. <laughs> we talked about everything. We talked about a lot of different stuff. So, so think about something. We talked about it. And remember, in 2020, we'll see more clearly. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that. I'm ashamed of myself. This is Barbara Walters, and this it is 2020. Baba Wawa. Baba Wawa. So we'll see you all guys next year. Have a great holiday season. Have a wonderful and safe a Christmas. safe holiday season, too. Have please. a wonderful and safe New Year's as well. Kiss somebody you love under the mistletoe when you get a chance. And this has been Monkey Business for the year 2019, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you May 30th and 31st of 2020 at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. Have a great one, and we'll see you next year.